My name is Leslie Payne. Welcome to day 11 of Below the Median Income. Some background information about how I came up with this. First is the Jim Rohn quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Secondly, on March 12, 2018, Director Joshua V. Barr of the Des Moines Civil and Human Rights Commission said, We have 75% of students experiencing some form of poverty in Des Moines public schools. So what can we do to improve that outlook? Research has shown that if a person remains in an impoverished condition up through their adolescent years, they are more likely to remain in that position as they become older and become adults. That information made me think of a person being in a space that they could see but were not participating in. It evolved into an idea for an art installation of aerial images of Des Moines displayed on the floor. The images place the visitor outside the space they routinely travel. The audio components are interview recordings obtained from people involved with public or nonprofit organizations. The interviews tell the visitor about where that person routinely travels. The installation contrasts Des Moines ranking as a best-in-nation place to live, Iowa nice reputation of being overly friendly and go out of our way to help fellow citizens, and the visitor's personal story of where they travel in the city. You are listening to the audio component of my project. I didn't want the interviews to be an unheard story in a gallery setting. The best way I thought to prevent that was to make them available as a podcast. My guest for day 11 is Richard Duncan. In 1996, he politely informed his wife, Madison DeShay Duncan, about growing up in a predominantly African-American neighborhood of Des Moines, located around Center Street. After additional research about the area, Madison was inspired to found Community Legacy Matters Incorporated. The focus is to research and develop creative and innovative educational resources that preserve, promote, and educate the public on the history of Iowa's culturally significant but historically underrepresented communities. One of those educational resources is a documentary titled The Center Street Story, an Urban Renewal Retrospective. Richard Duncan is the narrator and Center Street historian for the project. Through the voices of former business owners and residents, the documentary tells the rise and fall of the historic Center Street community, an African-American business district that existed for more than five decades prior to being destroyed as a result of the 1950s Oak Ridge Urban Renewal Project. Thank you both for joining me. What neighborhood of Des Moines do you live in? I live in the King Irving neighborhood. Who do you live with? I live with my wife, Madison. Finish the sentence. When I step outside the place I live, I see a multicultural neighborhood. When I step outside the place I live, I hear more or less typical community kids playing, park activity, music from neighborhood barbecues and such. Sad to say, on the negative side, very rare occasion, we even heard some gunshots. Did you grow up in Des Moines? Born and raised. Who did you live with on Center Street? Mother and father. We had a two-story home. We had the upstairs, and my 
aunt and uncle and their daughter, my cousin, had the downstairs, 1417 Center Street. I'm 76 years old now, so I've seen quite a bit, experienced quite a bit. That's why I became the historian for Center Street. I've seen Center Street from five to its demise. I consider myself very fortunate to be considered a historian, but not so much studying it, but actually living it. I experienced Center Street walking hand in hand with my mom and dad, eating in the restaurants there, getting my hair cut at the barbershops and such as a kid, to the point where I got to be a teen and experiencing things a little different, walking through Center Street without my parents. But everyone would know that that's Ted's son because it was a community that knew everyone. Then to the point where they had a teen corner, which was on 13th and Center. So as a teenager, we gathered there. At the age of 17, now getting a little older and, you know, getting other desires to mingle and was fortunate enough to be able now to go into the pool hall and play, go into the shoe shine shop, my shoe shine, and even able to, around the age of 18 or so, go into some of the clubs. Residents and business owners in the Center Street community started to see the physical environment changing around them when the Oak Ridge Urban Renewal Project began in the 1950s. This is for Madison or Richard. When did the last business close? The last building would have come down in 1970. Did you see the owners relocating their businesses to continue what had been their livelihood? Good question. Some of them. The businesses that were on Center Street relocated north of University, on University Avenue. There was a transition. Those businesses now have been transitioned again. They moved even further north. You have to understand that Center Street was a community. It had everything, restaurants, the pool halls, the barbershops, those type of things. Some of them did not, but most of them did transition to University North. Most of them did. The barbershops did. The transition was a good transition because they moved from one guy built a brand new place. There was different club owners that built brand new clubs. Some remodeled other clubs. So the area on University became what Center Street was, so to speak. The area predominated businesses by black owners. It was a transition from Center Street to University. Those businesses now have transitioned again through the years. So, as we're talking about two transitions from Center Street to University and from University further north. Did the community feeling of Center Street move with the businesses and residents? There was a lot of changes. Let me preface this a lot of the owners did buy properties, built businesses upon University, but it never was the community aspect as it was once before. Now, you have to realize Center Street was ingrained through years back to the 20s, okay? So you're talking about an area from the 20s to the 50s. When Center Street moved to those places upon University, that was in the 60s and 70s. Okay. So then there was another transition in less than... Well, well, it was... It was a transition because it was urban renewal again. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the answer the question was, was it the same type of neighborhood? No, it wasn't the same type of neighborhood. 
But there was other factors. The whole city of Des Moines was changing. The whole dynamics of the city was much smaller then. So with the growth of the city, there was disbursement even where you lived. You know, there was not just a black community, so to speak, anymore, because the black community was spread out more. So it wasn't just that centralized place. Which Des Moines public schools did you attend? I went to Bird Elementary School, to Callanan Junior High, to North Des Moines High School. I think it's important that you also say that you still own the house that your parents moved to in the King Irving neighborhood. Sure. When we moved from Center Street because of Urban Renewal, we moved to the address that we've given you here, 125014. Still own that property since 1956 or 7. It was quite a change for me. You have to understand, to give you a little geographical sketch of Center Street and the neighborhood that we moved to was across University Avenue, was north of University. Now, at that time, north of University, Washington Irving Junior High School was there, which the blacks went to, but no blacks lived north of University. So when I'm moving from Center Street to North of University, there was quite a culture shock for me because there was, you know. You didn't see yourself reflected back. Correct. I went to Callanan Junior High School from Bird School, which Bird School was multicultural school. This was in 57. Callanan Junior High School had five blacks in the whole school when I went there. Our school system at that time had just several junior high schools and high schools. If you lived on the west side, you either went to Callanan Junior High School, which was on far west, or you went to Washington Irving Junior High, which was kind of, I don't know, central. central. And then you had your junior high schools on the east side. So there was only two junior highs that I could have went to, Callanan or Washington Irving. Obviously, with only five blacks at Callanan, well, there's only three before me and my buddy came. So, obviously, that was the white junior high. Just to kind of give you a time span, you can kind of see that there was a little difference as far as compared to now. Twenty-eight percent of students at Callanan Junior High School for the 2018-2019 school year are white, according to information available from Des Moines Public Schools. It is a majority-minority population, which means more than half of the student body represents social, ethnic, or racial minorities. When is the last time you asked for help? I've been fortunate if you say ask for help as far as needing help from a person in regards to financial or obvious things of maybe getting pulled out of the car stuck or something like that. So I haven't had to ask for that type of help. Now, spiritually, I've had to pray to God for help for just different things, more or less could be a crisis, not necessarily a bad crisis, but a decision something that I would need help spiritually. What trait do you admire most in the people closest to you? I'm going to go back to my mother and father. 
My father left a lot for me to stand on. Principles. Gave me two things I'll never forget. Believed in hard work and have good credit. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll take you a long ways. This is a man that has went through a lot. And I've seen him make the most. He might not have had a million dollars, but he was worth multiple ways. I'd be amiss to not mention my wife. I greatly think a lot of her. I know her history and what she's went through. And to see her become so successful. So just to see the determination that she has kind of sets fire to me also.